Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where three hot seamen talk about football, sexual anarchy, Yu-Gi-Oh, and weed. Dude, oh man, the last episode sound, like just the sound. What you guys were talking about was absolute dog shit, but man, it sounded <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was. It, it sounded was like awesome. a fucking radio show. Yeah, it sounded awesome, so. And when we bring Hollywood Brown on as our newest hot boy when he quits football to make content, it's going to be even better because he'll have all that money to spend on mics. <laughs> I, I don't I, – I believed it immediately. Like, did, did you guys – when I first read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds about like something that would yes, happen. It sounded like Twitter bullshit to me, okay. but it got okay. me thinking. To, 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 to clarify, there was this rumor going around twi- Twitter today that um, Hollywood Brown was going to retire from football and become a streamer and content creator. Yeah. Um, I was not aware that he was doing that, but I know a lot of dudes do. I, I totally agree with you. Like, I – because I watch a lot of Twitter football – um like shows and stuff like that with and i've never and i see football players all in there all the time i have never seen or even heard of him mentioned in that sphere so i was like i don't know man that sounds kind of like bullshit to me okay i don't follow it enough to know who was relevant but i, I guess what i meant was it doesn't sound unheard of for like any player to make that hmm. announcement right no, well, it, it, nowadays, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it made sense because I saw that. I'm like, that's probably bullshit. And then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, this time it's probably bullshit. Like, but it makes all the sense in the world that that's a, a avenue people go down. I mean, we were just talking about League of Legends before we signed on. It, like Gordon Hayward, who plays in the NBA, he's big. Like that was what. Yeah. Kind of like it's like the Henry Cavill thing I joke about all the time. It's like he's a basketball player and he plays League of Legends. Whoa, you know that type of shit. And if he just all of a sudden was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like retire from the NBA and just play League of Legends," I would totally believe it. Because I mean, he's made the one contract and like you're fine. Like you you don't have to make any more money ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Gordon Hayward it was like eighty five million dollars or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. That, his his big deal that he got. Yeah. Yeah. From the Celtics or whatever. He's, he's yeah. Fine. It, yeah. Well, and the, even the Hornets gave him like forty-five or some dumb amount <laughs> yeah. of money too. But yeah, um, so that would make sense. It's like, oh, if I had all that money and then I could retire at thirty-two, like, what would I do? Yeah, I'd probably just fucking play, play a bunch of video games. So like, it, it, then no one's like, well, what are you doing with retirement? Well, I technically am doing a business. I'm I'm streaming and it's a job. I'm not just sitting around playing video games. So I mean, it's a transition. I think people will use once you get a. Uh, like just being a star in the league just gives you kind of a million Twitter followers. Yeah, I mean, just it, boop, it, you have it. It's yeah. no different than ten years ago retiring and going to the booth. You know, yeah, it's yeah. no different. Exactly. Well, it, it, the, it's kind of in a weird way. It's kind of what Pat McAfee did. Yeah, where like yeah. yeah, where he was done and he's like, oh, I have all this like following and and to like big time to his credit is that he started planting those seeds early remember when he was still a player and he'd show up on like for sure, for uh, you sure. Know, nfl morning shows and just he show also did stand how, up like, a lot uh during that mm-hmm. time like he would go play at a city and he would also do stand up which is yeah, so, pretty so, dope actually <laughs> yeah so all these guys like Joji Smith Schuster, they're getting called out for doing too much TikTok or whatever. It's like, no, they're just doing no, the twenty twenty two. That's how you. That. Yeah, that's how you use your platform. I mean, there's so many. Um, we've kind of talked about it a long time ago. When we're talking about what people do after retirement, but like Arian Foster retired, became a rapper, and has a podcast now just because he used this platform. Like, there's you don't have to go directly into the booth, and you'd be a fool not to utilize that. Because I think, at, like, even us, like we connect. 
this sounds super cringy, but like we, we like feel like we connect to a player that we like, you know, not mm-hmm. just because of the play on the field. We're like, oh, no, he's awesome off the field, too. It's like that weird parasocial t- type thing. But, you know, it, friends, friend simulator sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, why not use that to do whatever the fuck you want? Well, I, all, all I know is that Ben Simmons has a has a has a Twitch stream that um, well, he'll occasionally get caught saying shit about other teams. And then those will get just recirculated <laughs> every time that team beats them. That's so, funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only re- that's the only reason I know that is because when the, when he um when the Hawks beat him in the playoffs last year there is this clip where he was playing with someone else it was another player on the on a chat and he and the ch- player's like I got a game tomorrow man I got to get yeah to I bed. remember he's this like, wait it's like who you play and he's like oh play in Atlanta you don't need to <laughs> play in Atlanta you can play another game you know we're about going to and then he gets <laughs> fucking wha- and then it ruins his career yep it breaks his brain. Like Atlanta destroyed his mind and stole his soul. So like it cost Atlanta cost him probably what thirty million dollars or something like that. Uh, he's been fined seventeen, I know, oh my and gosh. then whatever contract he gets next exactly. is not going to be, be less whatever. Than, yep. yep. So it could be so more. millions and millions could be more. of dollars. Yeah, yep. could be more. Hey guys, I'm Ben Simmons. Welcome to the Ben Simmons podcast. We're gonna play Jump Shot Simulator today. So just strap in. <laughs> And get ready to get some wet buckets, because that's what we do here in the Ben Simmons podcast stream. 45 minutes later. Ah, one one went in, guys. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm going to call it. We got our one in. Dude, he's such a, like, he's a frustrating person, man. I don't want to harp on him too much, but he is, um, he's unbearable at this point. It's very, very frustrating because, like, he's a player that makes you go, ooh, mm. like, like, because, like, because you, you see how he acts. Mm-hmm. Where he acts like the biggest baby in the world and someone who doesn't want to work on anything and yada yada, and then he goes, "Well, I have a mental illness," and you go, mm, "I didn't." You're either I hate that shit, man. Well, because the thing is, like, oh, if you do, I really can't give you crap. But if you don't, you're actually ten x worse than you were right. before. Right, right, yeah, because right. you're hiding behind it. But I don't know, so it puts me in this weird fucking Chinese Very finger trap in my that brain. Now you're yeah. letting us know that you have a mental it's, illness. You could let us know that. for It's four such years. a taboo grayness that's like this impenetrable, impenetrable shield, especially like on Twitter. It's like, man, you're one. You're if you if it's if you're not actually that, you're a piece of shit because you're actually yeah. like taking away from people that actually do go through shit. And the same thing, I can't call you out because I'm an asshole until proven a hundred percent. You know, I'll I'll call you out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, and, and also like the yips is very much a real psychological phenomenon, which is also not a mental illness. I would argue no, that's just being like a, a human. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I. I I think the dude probably has the yips and just is using that to not have to play for the Sixers. And calling it a mental illness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yips, I don't think, is a mental illness. The yips is a mental block that you have to do real work to get through. But I- it's it's a, like you said, it's a real thing. It's just not expected at that level, you know. But it but it does happen. We've seen it multiple times. It, it's literally ninety percent of the sport of baseball at any given time has the yips. Like, yeah. 100%. And we've seen multiple kickers go through it. That's the worst. I think that's the, yeah. the highest rate of the yips is yeah. his kickers. Highest pressure yep. job at almost Mason, all times. Mason Crosby catches it once a year like a 24-hour flu. Like <laughs> like COVID? <laughs> yeah, like COVID. He, then he gets his booster yeah. and he fucking comes back and doesn't miss. He comes back and just silver foxes his way through the fucking league. Yeah, man. dude, he always does it for like three weeks. They're like, oh, he's done. He's finally done. we got to replace him. And then he fucking doesn't miss the rest of the year after he gets over that. Happen- you're right. It's happened for like three years in a row now. Yep, that was the last season of McCarthy. That was one of the things that killed McCarthy. It was when he missed seven in a game and he just kept trotting him out there. 
That's the yips, man. The dude didn't forget mm-hmm. how to kick like in the span of one game. No, he just, he just his brain broke for. He, his brain hours. would not allow him to make a field goal. Which is the opposite of Evan McPherson, who <laughs> cannot possibly miss no matter what situation. Crazy. He's in. Maybe he's trying to miss, but he has the yips, and all he does is make it. Yeah, this is a, this is a nice little transition to the Super Bowl. But my favorite thing about him so far is that he was allowed to sit and watch the half game halftime show. Just he didn't go into the locker room with the team. He just stayed and watched the halftime show. That's awesome. He's a kicker. That's, that's yeah. fucking awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I want to see Snoop Dogg. So he just oh, stayed yeah. out and watched it. Because they're, they're not going to go, hey, Evan, second half, we're going to have you make your kicks. Like, the, the, there wasn't any scheming they had to do with the kicker at halftime. It's like, yeah, go ahead and stay out here. We'll go fuck. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I'm surprised he knows who anybody was. I don't know how old the kid is, but he can't be that he old. He looks like he's like literally 17. Exactly. He looks like the youngest player I've ever seen. I'm surprised he knew who anyone on that stage was. That's I'm kind of baffled by that. Is that Ariana Grande? <laughs> no, no, it's not. That's Kendrick Lamar. Oh, I played <laughs> him in Fortnite. I know who that is. It's a Fortnite skin. Yeah, it's one of my Fortnite skins. Dude, that halftime show was fucking awesome. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was I loved it. It was so in... good. At least a decade. At That's like the best decade. one I've seen since like the Tom Petty one. But I love Tom Petty, so I love. I like, but that one wasn't even that good. I, no, I like Tom Petty it too. was. It was more me just liking Tom Petty as right, a whole right. show. Like this one was. Mm. It was, and it was tame as hell. That's why I was. Oh my god, the Twitter shit. Uh, what's this? I can't Kurt, take it. I I don't even know if we should really dive into this moron, but he was like talking about how like it's sec. Let me find the tweet. I actually posted this stupid ass thing. Yeah, it was Charlie Kirk. And this isn't oh, yeah, this, this isn't guy. this isn't a fucking political thing. I think this dude's just absolutely a piece of shit. That's obviously <laughs> just trying to get people, you know, rock the boat. But the the NFL is now a league of sexual anarchy. This halftime show should <laughs> not be allowed on television. What in the fuck are you what, talking about? Yeah, where did you get any of that? Where from? it wasn't even a sexy show. Yeah, well, like <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mary J. Blige's all of her dancers were completely covered. They were fucking, wearing onesies yeah. almost. I mean, yeah. Fifty Cent did have his like. His little, you know, his fit was a little bit too tight for him that's nowadays. He, he always, well, that's because he's like four hundred pounds. But he, that's what he's always <laughs> worn. He's always worn like those. Black, I know, but that that was fingers. a little bit. I'm trying to get where the sexual anarchy is coming from, and that's no, don't where I'm ju- don't try to justify it. Don't even play that game because it's bullshit. <laughs> no, I I, I mean, lost if, my mind when I read that tweet. <laughs> sexual? What is? What, sexual first off, what is sexual anarchy? anarchy? To regardless of what it was, I'm in. Like, like, make the yeah. league about it. I'm, I, if it brings more shit like that, bring, yeah, bring it on. I'm in it. <laughs> Mix it in with more of my NFL. I'm okay with Hell it. Yeah, that just sounds cool. Sexual anarchy. Sexual. It anarchy. sounds like a Fuck metal yeah. band. Like we are sexual anarchy. <laughs> 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 Bring, raise your fucking hands up. Also, like the second I was watching that halftime show. Um, <laughs> I, I was kind of semi-aware that it was like just one of the events like, oh, this is going to tell me everyone I'm friends with on Facebook that's a piece of shit. Ah, like they're going yeah. to immediately yeah. they're gonna immediately reveal themselves to me. As white people. They're going to reveal themselves as white people. I knew you were white. Like, but it's like, who hates watching Snoop Dogg, man? Uh, uh, no, no one. one. Like, no one. No one. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Pieces of shit oh. hates Snoop Dogg. And I, I don't, I don't like Eminem. I'll be straight up. Like, I, his later stuff, in my opinion, sucks. But it was fucking awesome seeing him out there. I was like, okay, cool, man. He actually is an amazing performer. I I'm love just gonna it. Blow by that for the sake of our listeners, but that was a. I'm just like, I can't believe you just said that, but I will blow by it. 
Why? We're going to have this argument later, but no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just crazy. Like, he's, yeah. he's, argu- he's arguably the best rapper of all time. I didn't say he wasn't. Okay. I did not say he wasn't. I, okay. that, just because he is, he can be, and I'd still not enjoy him. Like I, I get the talent. I just don't like his music. Like if I'm honest. All right. I mean, this isn't it, 2004. It, if it was 2004, I'd be into it. But his shit did not age well. Is all I'm saying. Uh, as like the the go to hot boy for for hip hop, that is that's definitely a spicy take. No, and hip-hop. that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. People are like, oh my god, did you see Snoop Dogg smoke marijuana <laughs> on television? And I'm like, first off, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Second, yeah. I was in the room with someone smoking marijuana <laughs> while we were watching <laughs> that halftime show. Yeah, it is 2022. Yep. Is this really the biggest shit you got to worry about? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. And oh, a uh, big shout out um, to um, me smoking weed during that entire time. I have a quick cool. list I want to go through. And it okay. starts off strong. It, I don't know if I was trying to write stand up during this, but I was like fading in and out. <laughs> right. So I really wanted oh, to. We like... know. We were trying to fucking decipher and decrypt the okay. words. Your text messages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. I was in a good spot. Um, anyways, I just wrote down they could they continually get weirder and weirder and you know just cut me off any time. So the first one is yeah. bad statistics. There were literally there was literally a statistic of how many people named Joe were in the Super Bowl. And they were trying. They had like a highlight reel of it, which I was like, "Holy shit, that's dumb!" Don't know why I wrote it down. It's just an observation. <laughs> I'm on board, man. Keep going. I like okay, what, I like what you. Um, this one actually, I agree with. Um, I hate. There was a commercial. And it's, I I hate the idea of a world led by Guy Fieri. <laughs> and I was like, that one I stand by. Apparently, I don't remember that commercial, but it was used the mayor of Flavortown. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um, the next one just says, saw a person that said they were in the x-ray tech. That's all it says. I don't know what that means. No idea. Can't figure it so out. So you're seeing, you were just seeing people. No, no. It was a commercial about someone that, <laughs> okay. saw, I don't know. I don't know where that was going. Oh, I saw that too, actually. Ah! You're, you're not, you're not super high. Okay. I did see yeah. that. It was like an Indeed thing and that was their job. Boom. It was like experience in radiology. Yeah. Okay. Thought, thought of you guys. And the next one doesn't make any sense. This is the last one. It says, I hate the blue pant, the guys. Don't know what that means, but that's our uh, that's our section of watching the Super Bowl high. Fantastic, perfect content. This is exactly why we have you on the show is for is for these things. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about. There was actually a couple good commercials this year for once. This is the first time I've said this in probably at least a decade. Yeah, there was there was a handful of good ones, mostly things referencing things from when I was young, which upsets me yeah, because that's what they're old. trying to do, and it's lazy. But it worked on me, specifically the cable guy one. That was the cable guy was one was dope, by far my favorite commercial. But I agree. Yeah. Kunzi, can you do me a favor and enlighten Cody and the world um, our our bet that we made up for the Super Bowl uh, commercial? So. We turning just watching football into a drinking game has been kind of something we've done since we've known each other, kind of on the fly. It started by um, setting the over under on how many times Des Bryant would jump up and down on the sidelines on his hurt knee. Um, but the two we had during the Super Bowl was over under how many commercials will have Kevin Hart in them, oh, and, and, and we one. set it at we set it at two and a half, we counted which three. we thought was very we counted three, so we hit the over. So that was the important thing. And then it was how many cryptocurrency commercials would there be? I, I don't think we hit the no, over. No, we were just we under. Did. We were like two commercials short on that. I only remember like one. No, there was, was two. There, was there two? Yeah, there, there was two. Yeah, there was two. But like we were, we were talking about like if there was a Kevin Hart cryptocurrency commercial, it would be 
The fucking golden goose, man. But yeah, no, Kevin Hart, he did it. He cleared. He had three Super Bowl commercials. He's a, he's a busy person. That's all I'll say. He's the uh, he's a, a white short Ryan Seacrest, except with just bland <laughs> comedy. There was a time when he was really funny, though. It was my whole after the Super Bowl was over. I went on that same rant. What you yeah. just said. He used I, like, to be funny. I had PowerPoint really presentations and I gave a whole <laughs> lecture about what you just said. Literally, that was my fucking uh, whole. He was pulling up clips. He was it wasn't yeah, a legit. There's a reason why he is where yeah. he's at. It's just like now he's just phoning it in. It sucks. Yeah, I mean he's he's just getting paid. He's, yeah, he's working. Oh, he's cashing checks, but doesn't mean it's not. It's fun to watch. No, I it's can horrible. only watch so many Rock, The Rock, with William Johnson <laughs> and Kevin Hart things together. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind, dude. I I, I think there was a point that you and I were just like. Rapid fire shooting back concepts for Kevin Hart and Rock movies. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we were as as we, we were pitching movies of uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart in it. Oh no! It's like uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock switch brains. Oh, uh, Kevin Hart's a backpack and he rides Dwayne the Rock Johnson around. I actually like that one. Uh, Kevin Hart's Tooth Fairy and The Rock is the Easter Bunny. Oh god. <laughs> So we were just stupid. rapid fire spitballing. <laughs> just going back and forth. Oh man, that's good. It, they're so bad. They're so fucking bad. It's dude. it's dude. Yeah. Jumanji, like they. It, I didn't watch it because I <laughs> no. love the first one. That's like literally one of my favorite like stories. It's a great movie. Yeah, but that was original. the last one that seemed like they were trying at least, and then there was just I don't fucking know where they went. That, well, we we, we we pulled up that clip of Forty Year Old Virgin where Kevin Hart's in it. And we laughed our ass oh, off. Oh fuck we pulled, yeah! Maybe the funniest scene he's ever been in. Yeah. Yep. And then we pulled up just a random Jumanji clip, and it was like fucking church. It was so silent in there. Man. It was like, horrible. No way. It was it, no it was, funny. No, nothing. It was even cringy. No it was just, no just people talking on screen, and then it was over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just banter. We just watched banter. Yeah. It's a conversation. Isn't it and like I, it's just I like lo- punchline of him being short and loud. It, that's pretty much it, right? Like <laughs> that's a hundred percent his entire shtick at this point is that yeah. he's short. And I don't want to watch Jumanji because I love Jack Black and I'll never say anything bad about Jack Black. And, same, 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 same. And I can't watch a bad movie that he's in. I don't want to do it. So neither. I watched Envy, which was borderline, but I ended up liking it anyway. Oh, cool, so. cool. Should we talk about the football thing that happened? Oh yeah, we were we were talking about minutes. the Super Bowl. Let's let's talk. Yeah, there was a Super Bowl thing. All right, let's talk so Super Bowl. So, do, do we want to start with the main story, or do we want to work our way into the to, into the main story of the Super Bowl, Clark? Leave let's it. The, uh, just start it. Start it. I, I want to hear it. We already let, know let it. the cat out of the bag, man. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I don't let's want do you to get blue balls. Yeah, I don't I'm ready to like, fucking start aching. First, all right. Yeah. Normally, you guys, you guys know I'm always ready to take credit at all times. <laughs> I, I don't even feel like I can take credit for anything because what I called was maybe the easiest call of all time. It, it, I didn't go out on any limbs. I didn't reach. I didn't make, you know do any research. I knew Eli Apple was going to get fucking spit roasted yep. like a $2 hooker, man. There was no <laughs> way he was going to have a good game. And it, it's like, of course, the best receiver in a league right now had to catch the game winning touchdown on that guy. Like, of course, there was no other way for the story to end. Well, and it's one of those things where if Eli Apple had just not acted like Eli Apple for the entire, I would be talking about it. No one would be talking about it. No one would. 
if you had asked me who was covering uh, Cooper Cup on that play, I'd been like, Josh Norman. I don't know. I, I, I don't fucking know. But this, the, because he was Eli Apple, acting like Eli Apple, you asked me, oh, it's Eli Apple, man. He got fucking turned around like, like he was a ballerina. Yep. And then, yeah. Because it happens to corners every game. Like, that's not that's a yep. normal thing. It's it's hard to be a cornerback. We've explained how, you know, the receiver always has the advantage at every given moment. So it's not like, you know, holy shit, he, you know, like crossed him over and dropped him. But it's just magnified because like you said all the shit he was talking man so it was on him of course that's i mean that's what i was saying last week um it's the fact that he talks all this stuff while he is not even the biggest contributor on that fucking team and so you put the spotlight on yourself and it's like well you got made look like a fucking asshole (laughs) yeah when you're in the wwe you can talk like that because you know the writers got your back and they're gonna (laughs) win next week when you that's great dude yeah when you talk like that and you have to go play against Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham, it's a little bit different and a little less wise. Oh, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> How many times did he get cooked? Two, I can remember. Maybe He got cooked on both of the Cup yeah. um, touchdowns. I remember the first one was actually worse than the second. The second one was bigger because it was obviously the game winner. But the second one, he completely lost the ball and Cooper Cup, and he was just in the middle of the field turning around trying to find where he was, and it, it was bad 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 look the second one he just like yeah cooper cup's just a completely different tier of player than he is and just just beat him but yeah i think he got beat on that van jefferson touchdown that got over like where matt stafford just completely missed him threw way over his head but he was wide open and he beat eli apple on that too not a good game i can think of yeah i can think of three times he got cooked i can't think of any plays he he made like yeah um i think he had one tackle that was like kind of cool uh, maybe cool. Uh, good, uh, yeah, you know, he, I mean, he had a really bad game. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we could just talk about him having a bad game all day. Let's get into like some fun stuff. Who that's like? Who do you guys think? Obviously, Cooper Cup. But who do you think for the Bengals? Like, really showed out. I mean, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase both had a really good game. Um, I mean, considering I, you're playing, it's the best corner in the league. On top of that, and I thought it was really cool how Jalen Ramsey switched between the two of them. I don't know if you saw that. On like every other play, I swear to God, he was covering Higgins or he's covering Chase. I think that's because they switched those crossing routes a lot. I, I'm, I okay, could be wrong, but I think that's what happened. That's what happened. Um, is that what happened on the controversial one? I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um, where I, they they crossed I, and then he had to switch I, on the sideline route. I don't think they bring him into the slot. So I think when Chase was inside, that he was on T Higgins as high. Okay. 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 Yeah. I just figured Um, they'd throw man on man on Chase the entire game, but they, they, I was just, I was surprised they didn't do that. Obviously it worked at the end of the day. So yeah, the Bengals are so hard because they got back in that game basically off of like a three minute period where they got a touchdown to the, the long T Higgins touchdown mm-hmm. and that pick right away gave them 10 points and boom, they were in it. You know, that game was close and it was surprisingly entertaining for as sloppy as it was. But like the more I thought about it throughout the week, I'm like, yeah, the Bengals just kind of weren't really ever in it in a way other than the score, which obviously is the most important way to be in it. But um, for the most part, they were pretty much outclassed and yeah. in control. Like it, if it wasn't for like a Matt Stafford arm punt and a tip, like the you know the Rams no, I think would have been because I mean they game. literally had as big of a swing in football as you could have I mean it went from mm-hmm. a 15 yard penalty that should have been against them to uh what was it an 80 yard touchdown or what 75 yard mm-hmm. touchdown yeah 75 because it was the, what the first play uh, after yeah, halftime first play half yeah. so I mean that's literally as big of a swing as you can <laughs> do in yeah. the game of football and that changed everything I'm gonna bring up a, a PFF number and I, I'm not a huge fan of 
PFF, but I think they do have certain uses when they're talking about uh, quantifying football. They scored the uh, Bengals' offensive line performance in this game as the third worst offensive line performance in the entire year. Jeez. Like, it... It, Even worse than they, the week or two weeks before that, where they the gave Titans. up like nine sacks or whatever. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the Titans. Yeah, holy shit. Because like they may not have given up as many sacks, but Joe Burrow was just not. And Joe Mixon, had, I think two or three times he got loose a little bit mm-hmm. and had like double digit runs, but for the most part, it was just bam, nothing, bam, no, nothing. No, they stopped bam, the run. Nothing. Run couldn't get going on yeah. either side. And so, <laughs> nope. That offensive line is, is so bad. It's 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 inexcusably bad. And so the. As good as this team was in the Super Bowl, and it has, I think, the second or third most cap room going into the offseason. Wow. Don't, and you know, because they're not paying Joe Burrow. That's <laughs> so, so, yeah, you have three years of this window. You got to go hard, like, every year to try to get a ring during this rookie Joe Burrow time. You got to do what we think the Chiefs so. did last year, where, like, we were like, oh, their mm-hmm. line's fixed. Like, that's exactly what they got to do. Well, Tron Armstead is a free agent. Like, get him on the plane, get him in Cincy, and don't let them get out of town man yep. like like that is like maybe the biggest single piece that's floated in free agency since well since trent williams was a free agent but he never left san francisco mm-hmm. really so that's not <laughs> but like so yeah you, you you gotta you gotta make that happen man you gotta get that line shirt up because teams the super bowl it's a good team obviously but like i I think it's kind of under talked about how good it is because the defense is solid the skill positions yeah. are great you, you got a running back like yeah, you need some cornerbacks and some O-line, and, like, you don't really have anywhere else on that team to upgrade. And I mean, it's always weird to upgrade, but it's like there's not no other place that's hurting you. So, like, yeah, spend the money, make it happen, because, like, I heard I, – this isn't my thought I stole it from Twitter, but, like, Joe Burrow's the same age as Cam Newton was when he got to his Super Bowl. And, like, everyone's like, oh, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be right back here again. This is not the last we've seen of him. Mm. Never know. It was the last we saw of him. True. Yeah, so it's like, don't take it for granted, man. Just fucking keep pushing. Well, to backtrack to my own question, the guy who mm. I think just had an, an incredible performance, and he's a good player, which we talked about, but Logan Wilson, man. He, oh, God. He, yeah. I mean, we'll get to the, the play, obviously, but he was fucking everywhere. Like, there was not a play that ended that he wasn't in the shot. You know what I mean? He was always in, in focus. Um, to get to the play... I'm just going to go and put out there that that's not, I don't think that's a callable pass interference at any time in any game, but I mean, you're not going to bitch about that. They got away with robbery at the, like what we just talked about with the T Higgins play. So mm-hmm. it sucks that that's how games kind of go like that, but that's, that's, you know, human officiating for you. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And there was like two other calls in that drive too. So it's like weird that it was bad and it kind of got lost in the soup of, since he kind of shooting themselves in the foot the rest of that drive too but yeah no i i agree he was the best player on that defense um if they had won the game i think you could have probably argued that he was the mvp for them um yeah, but yeah otherwise it would have gone to probably t higgins i guess yeah that's the only other guy that really showed up i felt like for that team which was a problem let's do, do we want to jump into the narrative of how that game would have been a blowout if obj didn't get hurt or we oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, we can talk about that's that why too. I, I knew you guys were talking about how you know the Bengals were never in control except for the score. But I, I thought I, I sincerely thought that the momentum, the wind was taken so far, like so hard out of the cells when o, uh, Odell went down that I was like, Bengals got this. Mm. There wasn't a doubt in my mind till like halfway through like the fourth quarter. I was like, Oh fuck. 
But yeah, as soon like that, the momentum of Matthew Stafford without Odell was substantial, which yeah. just told me that the skill gap between Van Jefferson and Higby and uh, Odell is immense. Like that just shows you how important both those people are. You got to have another guy out there with um, with Cooper Cup. So well, and like. You're right. The second that Odell went down, like that offense went from completely unstoppable to sort of stuck in the mud. Yeah. And that, and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we have uh, Cooper Cup who's going full legend on us this year, so we should probably just nope. feed him. And they did, and the game was over. Yep. Like, no, <laughs> took, totally, took totally him a minute. Agree. Yeah, it took him a minute to remember that. But once they did, it was over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was something else we talked about, too, AJ, was we, we've seen this. And again, to kind of back up Cody's point where – Mm-hmm. It was kind of a game when OBJ went down and realistically winnable for Cincinnati because we've seen what the you know the Los Angeles Rams have looked like when they don't have that receiver help uh, and it's just the Cooper Cup show and we know how great Cooper Cup is but you still need help and they were they were in a slump at about mid you know mid season they were like not scary we were still over them you know people had I think we had just beat them too and everybody's like oh yeah the Cardinals are, are better than the Rams and yada 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 and then all of mm-hmm. a sudden. They they get the Robert Woods, Woods replacement in OBJ and they turn it the fuck back on. So I'm with you, Cody. I kind of was like, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't want to say, oh, you know, Bengals are going to win, but I was like, oh, this cha- right. this literally changes everything. Well, it, it that slump they went into the middle of the year. If you like look at it, it's literally from the time that Robert Woods got hurt mm-hmm. to the time OBJ adjusted and got into that offense. Like that that was the slump. that was the struggling. Yeah. That was the slump. So. Again, the, the, this I could I feel like we could just make this the slogan of the fucking show is that wide receivers are really important. <laughs> like, 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 like you, you cannot in modern twenty twenty two NFL like you need wide receivers and you need a lot of them. It's the way the game's played now. I, mm-hmm. There was one part about the Rams offense. I was I was like, why is Darrell Henderson getting so many touches? That was the part that kind of I couldn't quite comprehend. I, I don't know if there was something wrong with Sony Michelle or. Or if they I mean, just, he only I, got four. That felt like it felt like he got a couple of targets too. Yeah, right? yeah, he got yeah. a couple of targets for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. he was he was clearly the secondary running back, which I was not expecting. But I mean, I guess he does bring something that Sony Michelle doesn't in that receiving game. I guess so. I guess that makes sense. Also, Cam Akers was not playing well. No, and th- that's why people needed to chill the fuck out. Like, the dude just came off. Like, I don't know why they yeah. were pumping him so hard to come back. And- I don't know why he came back. Yeah, he's he's so far ahead of his, like, heal, like health schedule. Like, just let him fucking heal. <laughs> he's not going to play it- well if he does play, so. Well, and this is not really a comment on what I think about Cam Akers as a player. It's just me watching the past couple games and saying what I saw. He's had a rough postseason like he had a rough series of games there yeah. where yeah. The, the dude was dude was going full ben simmons um but i mean you can kind of throw it out the window like you said the dude came back beat up with with fresh legs in that they were and not warmed up yeah he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a rough series of games but that that's probably why i guess because they saw that he was averaging two yards a carry and like well yeah. let's start throwing dudes out there yeah that's, yeah. that's a good point what mm-hmm. about the other side of the um, or the other team's running back situation? Any any comments on that? Joe Mixon threw a cor- uh, touchdown. That's kind of cool. And that that play was necessary at that yeah. time. They they had mm-hmm. they couldn't score normally until they broke open the floodgates, and that was what did it. Like that, mm-hmm. they had to run that play because the Rams were all over them until they did that. 
I mean, I kind of went on this rant after the game on on Sunday when we were in the room together. I, I don't understand how that team uses Samaj P. Ryan or why they use him the way they, they do. Um, Joe Mixon is one of those few running backs that can actually do everything. I don't understand why they treat him like he's a two-down pounding running back. He's a good receiving back. He's fast. He's great in space. Yet for some reason, on every third down, they take him out and put Samaj P. Ryan, who's worse at everything that Joe Mixon does, and then they but they use him as a third down back. Can I... And then they g- give him the most important carry in the game, which is kind of a separate rant to go on. We'll get to that. We'll, yeah, let's, we'll get to that, because yeah. I do want to talk about Help me out here. Help me out here because yeah. I only have like vague knowledge of this for some reason. Yeah. They played on the same college team. They they did. They played at Oklahoma together. And I believe their roles were reversed when when, <laughs> Kinda, when yeah. they played in college. Yeah, I mean Samaj P. Ryan was the feature back of the year and, after and he left. Joe Mixon too, had more yeah. more of the receiving targets out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. become pro. Well, and I mean, granted, they didn't like join the Bengals at the same time, obviously. No. Uh, and Joe Mixon has been, you know, a higher profile guy. But it is just kind of weird that in college they were opposite of what they are doing right now. It's so weird to me. Listen, I understand Zach Taylor just got this team to the Super Bowl. I still am just kind of continually flabbergasted by just the weird non-thinking shit that kind of he does mm-hmm. specifically stuff like that and specifically when it's how how that last series was called that last four downs was called with the Super Bowl on the line driving down trying to get a field goal or a touchdown to win this the, you gain nine plays on first down or not nine yards on first down and they do something kind of interesting on second and one they just huck a long ball because like, oh yeah, we have two more plays to get this one yard. Let's take a shot and try I to win. I think we're game. all okay with cool. that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, we're all okay with that. Then they decide I'm just going to sacrifice this fucking timeout at the altar of maybe, and 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 hand the ball off and try to get one yard. And I'm going to do it by handing the ball to Samaj P. Ryan, who is only on the field because they're running a hurry up third down style offense that we have for some reason refused to put Joe Mixon in. So, so in order to keep up the illusion, we have to have our worst running back in. And then I've decided we have to hand the ball and we have to run directly at Aaron Donald, who stops him short of gaining one yard in a way only Aaron Donald can, where he goes underneath the block and tackles him with one arm and curls him back a yard, curls another 250 pound man back a yard. Like that was one of, I think the most, that was a Russian, Russian nesting doll of like shitty coaching all in one half yard play. I, I was kind of, I'm still blown away thinking about how bad that play call was. I, I think it's uh, just worse that they ran it. I don't care as much as you do that Samaj P. Ryan. Cause like you said, that's obviously the, the plan and that's what they've prepared for is that Samaj P. Ryan is going to be the running back in that situation. Why would you run it to that side? I, that's the, that's the egregious part to me. That I just can't. It's all egregious. It was bullshit. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the entire thing. It, the, but the problem you're talking about is a is a beginning of the season issue. Like that. That's clearly the way they they have evaluated their running back. Which I mean, I'm not saying they're right. They're obviously not right. Yeah. They evaluate misevaluated the talent in the backfield the way they were going to utilize it. But that's what they're stuck with at this point because that's what those players are prepared for. So that's what you got to roll with. You know, because that's mm-hmm. just the, what you've set. And again, not it's not right. Obviously, no. Um, just making a 
mistake a hundred times that and make it, it once. But and yeah. I mean, Samaje P. Ryan's no fucking you know Eric Dickerson or anything, but they they made they made they've made him look really really bad for not not just this game, but like like for I mean I think his numbers were he had zero yards rushing, zero receiving yards, like. It, his numbers in this postseason have been terrible. Uh, he he had that cost, with the exception of that one play. Yeah. Except that one, yeah, except that, that one, one touchdown that in the yep that he mm. uh, took to the house like forty yards out or whatever it was. Big play. Other than that, he's had. So it's you know it's the coaching staff's fault too. They put him in at weird times, but I, I it's it's not too much to be said. Like they fucked it. Like <laughs> you have the most stacked group of pass crushers in the league, maybe, and you and you have to get a first down and you give it to Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah. Like, like that's the that's cards are down. You're gonna give it to somebody. You have Tyler Boyd, I, who has dropped one pass the entire year, including the postseason. Who literally specializes on short yardage gains. Like you have Jamar Chase, you have T Higgins, you have, you have Joe Mixon, and you know your offensive line is getting fucking butt whomped the entire game. And you run a slant. I don't fucking know. Like just do anything. Just do anything not run not the ball to Aaron Donald. Do not run the ball. Yeah. To Aaron Donald. And and then the the next play is again. You, you run a play, it takes too long to develop. It was a deep pass to chase, and you get fucking whopped when you need one yard on fourth and Which one. Which turns out he, like, he just, was wide open, by the way. He was wide the fuck open. Yeah, it's... But uh, that yeah, that, that's what happens when you don't have an offensive line. We don't need to get into that anymore. So mm-hmm. you have all the tools. You have all the things that you need to gain yards, but you have none of the protection and none of the insurance to have the time to do any of those things. And that's what ultimately lost him the game on the last play. God, I've been thinking about that play all week. Yeah. I didn't realize how angry it was making me. <laughs> but do you guys have any flowers you want to give? Like, pats on the back? Yeah, I gave, I gave mine. Um, Logan Wilson, hell of a game. Logan um, Wilson. Yep, Cincinnati linebacker. I mean, their pass rush was fine, too. I think they um, both those boys had a pretty solid game. Yeah, I mean, LA's offensive line looks like the Great Wall of China compared to Cincy's, but it's not great by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but they held up against a really good Cincinnati pass rush. I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, give it to like you know Matt Stafford. Like of all the guys on that team, him and Aaron Donald were the ones that like I felt the best about finally getting to where they got. And there's a ton of like Cooper Cup having a ring is a big deal, I think, for how history is going to view him. Same with Odell Beckham. Uh, it was super cool to see Eric uh, Weddle get it. Can we like, just jump right into it? Can we start talking some like? Because uh, I've I've gotten a few texts on this Hall of Fame talk. Yeah. Can we get into some of that and what, the, yeah, what this game yeah, potentially yeah. does? So the first one, me and you talked about on the couch, and I actually received a text about it from uh, yeah. a friend and listener uh, the day after regarding Matt Stafford, and mm-hmm. we were both kind of on the same page where it sounds bad now, but I don't disagree with the what we said it was more or less like how this game doesn't change at least our opinion of Matt Stafford we know that he's a very good quarterback but like we stated he's never been the best quarterback in the league at any given time um Hmm. this team is stacked and they're going against it it does hurt that they're like Cincinnati's not good I mean they're good yeah let me let me (laughs) let me start over they are they're a good team but they're very flawed obviously and this wasn't like a this wasn't an even matchup, is what I'm saying. So, so, yeah, so it's a good point. It point. doesn't help Matt Stafford's, you know, like, oh my God, what an overcoming win. Like, wow, wow, wow. Granted, very impressive. He finally got his ring. And I, I think he does have the potential to definitely be a Hall of Famer, but not, not a first ballot mm. guy. That's the way I view that. No. Yeah, I, I, he's the kind of guy that's going to have to wait a little bit, is, is, is how, I, how I would put it. Um, I do think, 
I think getting out of Detroit probably did more for his Hall of Fame case than I think even winning the Super Bowl did. Yeah. Because it at least brings them to the front of how you think about the sport. And it kind of makes people take you seriously. Because <laughs> like yeah. if you're stuck in the in the cold, dark corner of the NFL, like you kind of just get forgotten and washed away. Like how many first ballot Hall of Famers have come out of Detroit? Like two yeah. in my lifetime? Yeah, Calvin Johnson, yep. Barry Sanders? And, you know, the other Hall of Famers have, I think, I think Robert Porsche made it eventually. But like... It, yeah, so I, I think that does more for the way you talk about him than those, the Super Bowl ring even does. Those two yeah. guys you named were the best players at their respective positions for mm-hmm. at least three years. To you know, yeah, for almost a decade in Barry Sanders' case. Right. And yeah, so I think sometimes Super Bowl rings, especially with quarterbacks, get I think overvalued in that conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I, I I I think everyone else sort of. I think it might actually do more for Odell. That's ex- maybe anything that else. is exactly what I said because he was not a Hall of Famer before this. He, mm-hmm. he was not. This this is definitely more than a conversation starter. Um, I, I think this does put him in eventually having the ring and he performed well. Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that he wasn't one before this. But like we've talked about his career before, where it's kind of like a fever dream. <laughs> Um, he's been he's been bad longer than he was. Yeah, good. Like, yeah, but I mean, he's been he was really he was the best. But again, he has that tick that we ha- we always say you have to ha- have. He was the best receiver. Well, I don't know. Those were those prime Antonio Brown years. So maybe he wasn't the best receiver in the league at a given time, but damn close. And now that he has mm-hmm. this, one A, one B, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the other guy that this one gets the conversation started, like you said, is the Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup now. Because before this, there's no way he was. He was on the radar of, of Hall of Fame, but th- I would I don't even think I would say this Super Bowlness. I would say just this year in general, him having it's one of, it's the best, one of the most insane yes, thing. Yeah, arguably the best year I, I, receivers ever had. One of the best years a, a football player yeah. ever had. Yeah, like yeah, like the, the the like way he dominated his position and just kind of the entire league, and then did it in the most clutch way possible, and had one, the best receiving postseason in the history of the league. Like the, the dude, dude had a, like triple A perfect season this yeah, you year you can't you can't um, have a season yeah. like this and not be in the conversation i don't even care if it's just this season like <laughs> this is how good this I mean, season was there are dudes who have had monster years like that and then just sort of like i, I would argue not not like this i mean well a lot of that's because the first guy that came to my mind was sterling sharp but that was injury that kept him from from doing that, I was gonna but say yeah. uh, Devontae Freeman. Well, a different position, but yeah. no, I'm saying, but like as like they have like one season where they're just absolutely fucking incredible and unstoppable, and then they just fall off the map. That's what I thought of. Mm-hmm. I know it's a different position, but it's the same same story. If it happens, that is. Yeah. So I I I think that injury would be the only thing to keep him out now. If he uses this as a launching off point and has like three or four more years like this, he could. I know he came into the league later. We talked about that last last week, but like. Troll Davis made the Hall of Fame on kind of the same age trajectory that Cooper Cup's on right now. So if he has the end of his career like Troll Davis did at, at a running back position, I, I could totally see it being a pretty easy vote at some mm. point. I mean, as far as evaluating first ballot at this point, the league just kind of set a precedent that we we can't ignore by yep. them basically just completely dissing the best player at a position we've ever seen uh, in Devin Hester. What an insult! What a slap to the face! Um, so un- I hated that. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. but unfortunately, now we have to take that information and keep it consistent 
until proven otherwise. So that's kind of like my theory behind the Matt Stafford, not a first ballot, OBJ, Cooper Cup. Like they're all potentially in, but you don't. You, I mean, T.O. didn't get in first ballot for God's sake. <laughs> yep. Well, the, the only first ballot guy, I'll say this right now. The only first ballot guy that was involved in this game was Aaron Donald. There, yes. Um, yeah, that's not. Yes. yes. That's not a conversation. He. Yes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, I think the more interesting conversation as I was thinking about this on my drive home from that game to, to compare two players from their era I do ha- that are both Go ahead. kind of considered, I think up there now with the best defensive players of all time. Do you take prime Aaron Donald or prime JJ Watt? <sighs> wow. That's really, wow, really wow, hard wow, 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 wow. to yeah. be honest. I mean, my first instinct was JJ Watt because he he was it, it, it's tough because JJ Watt had the numbers because he was but it, we know how dominant Aaron Donald is because he's triple teamed every play. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so we we've seen where JJ Watt has had the ridiculous seasons sack number wise and and he's an ed well he's an end too and like Aaron Donald's an interior guy. So it's it is harder to compare than like what you would think just because mm-hmm. they are two different positions even if they're like 6 feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but they are drastically different. So, man, I, I don't think that's an easy fucking answer at all. I mean, I mean, I don't think there's a wrong answer either. Like, but my, I, I lean a little bit more towards Aaron Donald just because of what you said. Like, Aaron Donald is very clearly to me by a mile the best interior pass rusher that's ever played ever, in, the, in the league, ever. and so much better to the point that he he. Like he can't even see the next guy. <laughs> like, it, 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 like he's getting close to twenty sacks a year, and it, the second best guy I could think of is Warren Sapp, and he wasn't like a great pass rusher. He was a great pass rusher for an interior pass rusher, right, right. and and so he you get, got edge production from the inside, and no other player's ever done that before, and just the strategic advantage that that gives you, and it, yeah, and you know, especially that skill difference over the guys you're playing across from. I tend to go Aaron Donald a little bit on that, but I, I I couldn't blame you, man. Like I said, one before one A one B. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and we could jerk off Aaron Donald all day. Well, I know you guys would like to, but there's a guy that we have not mentioned yet, and I feel like bad for not bringing him up yet, especially because we've been talking Hall of Fame and everything. But that's the, the uh. guy that was across from him, uh, Von Miller. Oh well, yeah, I, I shit. I mean, Von Miller is probably a top five pass rusher, edge pass rusher of all time too. Um, age-wise, age-wise, he's just kind of slightly behind those guys, I think, in the conversation of eras almost, I think. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I think he's he, – that's a first ballot Hall of Famer Correct. too, I would yeah, say. I, was too. I can't believe I forgot that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, why absolutely. I had to go back because we said only Aaron Donald was, but no, Von Miller is 100% first ballot. I mean, he like I, literally I, won I, a Super Bowl by himself. So. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a monster sack well, in this game too. It was a very big play. Yep. So. He did. And he still got it. Like when they made that trade, I'm like, okay, they got kind of washed up Von Miller. I'm not too worried. And like the the dude had a really great season the second he got out of Denver, man. Like fucking California Sun did good for him. He he has probably the best um, outside technique I've ever seen. I'm not an ed, you know I'm not a fucking edge pass rusher specialist. Obviously, that's you know a position I've never played or learned all the nuances about. But when I watch a man literally run like he's on a motorcycle you know like when they're taking turns where he can he does not slow down 
and his you know he leans and his shoulders are like two feet away from the ground. I've never seen someone be able to take corners like him. That's I think how he got a sack in this game because he's one of the best ever to be able to do that. Um, he he's amazing. Like in that regard, I've, I've never seen someone be able to do that quite like him. Yeah, because it's one of those things where I was like, if you're going the best edge rushers of all time, it's LT, and then it's probably uh, Reggie White. And then all of a sudden it's Bruce, it's Bruce Smith. And then Von Miller and JJ Watt, I think are all in the same pod there as far as like where you go from there. So that's sort of a rarefied air that these guys are that we're talking about. So yeah, hundred percent first ballot hall of famers for both those guys. Yep. And maybe Jalen Ramsey by the time he's done, but he's got too much football left for me to really say that. Yeah. But he has the potential for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. And I mean, he didn't get cooked or anything like that was, that was a fucking penalty that didn't get called yeah and, and he he almost pickpocketed t higgins on another pass to the end zone that just he ended up breaking up but he almost picked that one yeah too, he did so. i think he got beat yeah. once he got beat once that was completed on him right like like not that one of the one of the the big chase that play one. They it had, was I yeah he, i think in the first that. or second near the first quarter i think yeah. yeah he got burnt it was just that was it though like yeah he was locked I, I, down the rest of the time I remember him walking around going, yeah, that's me, that's me, I got beat. I, that I was the one saying. where Joe Burrow threw it way outside, right, and Jamar Chase mm-hmm. made a fucking incredible catch. And Jalen Ramsey was playing it like it was like he was playing against Daniel Jones, so he was like, oh, I'm going to like pick six this because this is going to be poorly thrown in shorts. And that's how he attacked the ball. But mm-hmm. it was thrown like perfect for a Jamar Chase to be way high and outside because that's a catch that that guy's going to make. And then he turned right up field and, you know, got a lot of yards after that catch too the dude had two gnarly one-handers in, in yeah. front of uh jalen yeah. ramsey now that i think about it because he caught one like on a little flare route too that it was like way the fuck behind him that was <laughs> almost six city as well this, this connection is, <laughs> it, is just scary like it's it's poisonous like, i guess they're neighbors and shit too i heard about that like i read yeah. his story like yeah he went around like asking <laughs> the neighbors that they would sell their house and he found one wow yeah those dudes they're going to be yeah, around for a while. up for a while, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Best breakdown of a Super Bowl of all time. History of broadcast. Yeah. First ballot. First ballot. Yep. That's <laughs> First right. ballot. Fuck yeah. So now we can tumble into the void of the offseason. No football. No more football. So now we're just the hot boys, right, Cody? We're just the hot mm. boys. We can yeah, actually boys. upgrade to sexy boys if you want, but... Mm, that's a whole we'll different show. More show people I... watching, guarantee it. Or less, or less. Depends. Yeah. There's <laughs> going to be a big change in viewership, one way or the other, is what I can guarantee. Mm-hmm. We'll just put the camera on our feet. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, that's footboys. We'll that's just footboys. Foot that's 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 a different one. Ooh. So we once called ourselves the Football Boys, and that was my least favorite change to the name we've ever done because it somehow seems more erotic in a weird way. But Footboys is a very close second. Like, or or foot hot boys instead of football. Ooh. It's just grammatically mm. inconsistent. I don't like that. Just, yeah, just cut foot, the ball. Foot boys at least kind of is cool because it you're flows. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just taking ball out. Yeah. Did you did you guys hear the new foot boys podcast? All... TC got some Crocs this time, and he's wearing them. I feel like that's the direction we need to go if we're gonna get like more listeners it sucks it's kind of like mm-hmm. being in the prime of your receiving career and then retiring to play video games or whatever yeah mm-hmm. but 
I think it's the move we need to make. When when we've uh, talked about expanding our audience before off mic, we've I've used the term um, when you're building an audience, you know, the thing that grows is the thing you feed. So I, I um, I'm terrified of our listeners being exclusively made up of people that want to look at three mid thirties guys feet while they talk about football. I don't know what kind of void that is. <clears throat> hey, I think I it's a, it's a niche it. we can fill. <laughs> the um, question, the question is, do we like commit to that? If we start getting steam with that, is that, is that going to like, do we just go, okay, this is who we are. We're- oh, you can't double back though. Cause like, cause, cause like when, the second the feet go away, the audience goes away. And it's they like, may not like oh, the new content. I came for the feet, yeah. but I stayed for the pod. And that's not going to so, happen. So you're, saying, you can, you're saying we're sellouts. Like we'll just do whatever we have to do yeah, to we, get uh, yeah, I want money. Yeah, I mean, we just move move, move the pod to OnlyFans, and yeah, and we take out the tootsies, dude, and then we go and talk about football. And no, and it's just a bunch of fuddly dudes jerking I, off. The I don't know. Time yeah. that we're talking. I don't know about you. Guys. I don't know how good you guys' feet looked because I don't know if I've ever seen your bare feet. But my feet are not like I have really bad. Oh, they're heinous. Yeah, mine look like yeah. fucking Antonio Brown's. When he was in that cryo freeze chamber or whatever, man. Maybe worse than that. I mean, yeah, I, I work on. I'm a 34 year old person who spent most of his adult life working on his feet. So my feet look, look like that. And I, I I don't take enough care of them either. That's on me. Like I don't, I don't put in the work to like lotion them every day, you know, clip nails every day. You know, Mm -hmm. it's my fault too. I'm not going to just blame circumstances and the environment. Like I could fully, you know, help myself, but I don't. It's okay. I forgive you. Um, (laughs) Maybe, maybe that's the thing though. They like, they want gnarly feet. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we have the feet of kind of dudes that podcast. Wait, about football. guys, um, uh, Footboys URL is actually taken, uh, but <laughs> large Hungarian man feet is available. <laughs> I know it's not exactly what accurate. we're wanting, but it is. It, we're accurate, but it is available. I just think as an investment, it's probably let's just lock worth, it in now. Yeah, yeah, just lock it in, and then we'll squat right. on it. Yeah. <laughs> We could turn it around for a quick profit if we find some <laughs> Hungarian male feet that want this URL. And then we'll take that profit and go back and buy Feet Boys from the other Oh, I didn't one, try Feet Boys. Can... I tried Foot Boys. Oh, I tried Feet Boys. Oh, you want multiples? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all have multiple feet, so it would technically be more accurate. Oh, it's available. You yeah, can buy yeah, it. Feet boys. I'll reach out <laughs> to them. Boys. All right, feet boys. Feet boys, it is. How much? How much does feet boys cost? Out of curiosity. Well, no. Oh, it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to reach out to them and find it out. So. Okay. Yeah. But it is for sale. Oh yeah, uh, it's absolutely gotcha. for sale. Okay. Feet boys. So follow us at feet boys or feetboys.com, and. Uh, <laughs> and you're gonna see some just picture- very non-tasteful feet pictures. They're not gonna be mm-hmm. like classy. They're gonna be raunchy and in your face. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just to clarify, we are not Hungarian. That was just we're not gonna go down that route. So if you kind of went and got a sandwich halfway through the podcast, sorry. That's, yeah, we're not doing that bit anymore. Did you guys hear the the fucking football hot boys are Hungarian now, and all they're doing is exclusively taking pictures of the feet? That sounds terrible. Where where do you find this? <laughs> just so I know to avoid that website. Yeah, yeah, just 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 so I can protest. Spell it, it correctly. That way, I know for Spell sure I am not gonna fucking accidentally stumble on it. Here, type it into my phone and bookmark it. Oh, I'm so angry about this site. I'm so angry that I have to take my phone and go someplace alone to be angry about it <laughs> for like Man, forty we're just... minutes. 
We're just we're creating minutes. sexual anarchy. Is what we're doing. <laughs> we did it. We brought it back. Yay! This is what Charlie Kirk was talking Fuck about. Fuck you, Charlie Kirk. <laughs> First, you soup dogs out there smoking and and fucking fifty cents upside down, and now all of a sudden people are taking their big Hungarian feet out talking about football. <laughs> sexual oh, anarchy, man. if I've ever seen it. The man. sexual anarchy. <laughs> That dude wrote those words together, man. That's unbelievable. I, um, makes dude, he's a millionaire. I mean, shit. People. Do you think he's really angry about it, or he's no. like, okay? I no, he's absolutely not. No, I need to send this to so that my fucking no. little yellow minions it's, that follow it's me the on Facebook same, get angry It's too. the same bullshit that the fucking bow tie wearing people. I'm, I'm gonna keep it at that. Uh, mm. Do they just stir the pot and make money? How would you? How would you think if your daughter? went over here to the sexual anarchy and watch the Super Bowl. How would you feel about that? Like, okay, dude, it's just to stir the pot. It's just to create a Facebook yeah, headline. It's, it's just, it's, just, it's Skip absurd, Bayless, man. Skip and I Bayless. still, it is, it's Skip Bayless in a weird, a different form. It, I don't know. It, it, it makes me mad that I get mad about it. Cause I'm just falling into their trap. It's like, it's Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. and it's like, fuck me. I guess I'm just, <laughs> I'm just as bad. I and mean, what are you going to do? No, I just got a. I had a whole other thing I was gonna do, and then I got a visual of you of Yu Gi Oh flipping over like a sexual anarchy card. Like trap <laughs> oh card. God, no! Like, ah, you, my blue, my eyes. blue eyes, no! You fell right into my sexual anarchy trap card. I've been holding this bad boy for three years since the last since the Tom Petty Super Bowl, and I said we needed more sexual anarchy. Give the me, last time the halftime was too sexy for me. Give what me fat. Mean? Give me fat Fifty Cent on the phone right now. Cody, just challenge, just get on Twitter and challenge him to a duel and end this shit forever, man. <laughs> you can't be saying shit like that, man. And now, now you you forced my hand. I challenge you to a duel. I have no get, choice. Get your deck ready because it's going to be fucking a one hitter quitter for you, man. Oh, uh, that- you took all the sex out of our M and M's and put it into our halftime show. <laughs> I do wish that's how beefs were just fucking settled through a Yu-Gi-Oh duel. Like that's just. Oh my god, that'd be great. Instead of these goddamn boxing matches, give me Yu-Gi-Oh duels. <laughs> Logan Paul versus Frank Gore and Yu-Gi-Oh duels. Holy shit! <laughs> these goddamn boxing matches. I don't know why we like like. I'm, I still can't understand why we are just so excited about these stupid boxing I matches. Do, we I get don't really know, excited man. about them. We, we, like not, uh, we get more excited, not more excited. We don't get excited for the Logan Paul ones and the Paul brothers. We get excited for the ancillary. Fights. Oh, a- absolutely, because they're just so because they're doing it obviously have fun, right? Okay, like, that's no fair. Way. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Like Logan Paul's actually or whatever, it's trying to be an actual boxer, and it's like who the fuck cares? I don't care. <laughs> I would rather watch him duel somebody than box somebody. Oh my god, <laughs> be really well, fucking awesome. But only if he used like scam Yu-Gi-Oh cards he bought for three million dollars <laughs> out of a shoebox. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh man, the lore of that is fantastic. Oh, it's incredible, man. It it's is incredible. very good. But it has to be like those big, like it has to be Yu-Gi-Oh duels, like in the show where they put the card down in the giant hologram. Yes, fucking one hundred percent. Yes, we, we need to invent yes. that technology to where yeah, we have like the arenas that have the hologram projectors mm-hmm. that also like hurt people for some reason. You, you remember, yeah, uh, like the the duel list. I guess is the correct terminology. They would. You just have a sniper that when if when the dragon punches <laughs> you, the sniper just shoots you. Oh. <laughs> we have the technology to do that. <laughs> 
It's just a little person kicks you in the nuts every time you take damage. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn blue eyes dragon. I don't know why I just imagine like you're sponsored by like Team Liquid for Yu-Gi-Oh, but you're on IR because you (laughs) had a bad... Your nuts yeah. in your fucking throat. Yeah, because you got kicked in the nuts too many times. He's he's on the IR because the fucking black magician pulls ACL out. Yeah. It's like, what's the point of this hologram shit if I'm actually getting injured here? Yeah. Just have an actual dragon. <laughs> no, Char- Charlie Kirk, dragons aren't real. Like you keep telling us to bring you an actual dragon. Uh. Holy shit. Uh, that would be like an interest. That would just be like an interesting aspect of as far as preparing and training for a duel is just doing like nut exercises, <laughs> figuring out how yeah, to get kicked and not get injured. It's like how to suck them back up into your body and protect them. Yeah, <laughs> he has a pretty weak deck, but the dude can take a fucking nard kick. Like yeah, else, man. <laughs> he's tough. Oh man, yeah, he's going up against somebody who has all five pieces of Exodia. Yeah, well. Does he yeah. power or nuts? He's a glass he's cannon, nuts. though. Yeah. He gets hit once. <laughs> he's out. He's going full glass cannon build. Look how skinny that fucker is. Jesus. You step on one trap card, and then the dude's fucking puking on, puking on his knees. Man, this conversation would be even better if you could see our feet. <laughs> it's just us. We'll, we'll do the kicking of the nuts. Barefoot. Yeah. Ooh. Barefoot. We'll stream it's it. It's a collab. Because the only thing dudes like more than other dudes' feet is dudes' feet in dudes' nuts. Well, we've had some fun here. We talked... Uh, some had some yucks. Yeah, we talked some important stuff. We went over the Super Bowl, which has been called by some the greatest Super Bowl analysis of all time. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to agree. We've talked mm-hmm. about uh, fucking Nard dueling or whatever the fuck that was, but it's time to get to like the actual important stuff while we're all here. Mm-hmm. Okay. To play mm-hmm. pretend and get back into our roles as the owners of the Denver Hot Boys. The, the, of the Denver Hot Boys. Okay, so. I didn't we do we change the name. Oh, no, yeah, no, that was one of the first things we did right after we got rid of Drew Locke. Yeah, insult of the hot dogs. Um, so we tossed Drew Locke out of a two-story building, and then we just fucking dropped a banner that just says Denver Hot Boys. It just, like, rolled down the side of the building. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. So to interject a bit of reality into this. What? Yes. Oh, God. So <laughs> Fuck you. Do... <laughs> Antonio Brown was at the Super Bowl, and did you see who he was sitting next to? No. Kanye West. Oh my God! The, the, holy shit! The amount of crazy in such a small area is amazing. He has come out and said that he's talking to Kanye West to try to get him and Kanye to buy the Denver Broncos together. What? So I think we should that's open a up real our ownership thing? group. Yes, that's a real thing that they're talking about. Oh, it dear. won't happen because no one's going to hand. Well, I was going to say no one's going to hand. A five billion dollar asset over to Kanye West. People, people do all the oh, time. Yeah, no, that's... Kanye West has five billion dollars, so why not? Um, so we should open up our ownership group and definitely invite AB and Kanye West <laughs> into running the Denver Hot Boys. Um, only, I... only if we hire Pete Davidson as GM. Okay, because I want to <laughs> see that crazy, the craziness ensue. That, that sounds great. I, I don't like any of this, man. I hate all these people. I do too. Kanye West but is dead I, to me because he's starting to be with Kid Cudi, which means I don't get a Kid See Ghost album. So fuck you, I'm done with him. <laughs> All right, so it, it sounds like the I, uh, I, the Hot Boys should go to war against them. I don't think we should be recruiting them. I think we should just like interesting. Yeah, I think we should just like so, plow them into the dirt. 
by owning the Denver. Okay, so so now we have to Yu-Gi-Oh duel yes. Kanye West oh. and Antonio Brown for ownership of the Denver yes. football team. It's the fi- okay. official challenge, so uh, we know they're listening because they're well, obviously mm-hmm. get your fucking decks ready and your stretch your nuts out because w- stretch your nuts out. Nuts out. <laughs> Bring your own little person. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't supply. Sorry. And uh, the winner gets the Broncos. Deal. 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 Listen, I, I love how this has evolved because one, we went from a situation where we don't have the capital, but we still somehow buy it. Two, bringing a real business plan of selling hot dogs to accrue the capital uh, to buy the uh, the Denver football team, mm-hmm. and now we have it all riding on one Yu-Gi-Oh battle. It's always a children's it's always game. About, it's always been game. about the duel. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, it, it, it's always been about that. Hot dogs. It was always leading to this. Yes. Hot dogs were more of like a backup plan. In case. Okay. So it's going to be the four of us though. So do they need to get two more people to add to their team? Yes. For the battle. It's got, okay. It's going to be a uh, uh, one, one V one four player. If we tie, what's going to be the tiebreaker? Because if we if two of us you know if we split it and it's two two to two, mm-hmm. what's what's the tiebreaker? Uh, there's going to be a freestyle wrap off between Kanye West and Cody. Okay, well starters, this isn't going to happen because <laughs> Kanye's KDA is absolute dog shit, so we don't have to worry about this <laughs> hypothetical happening. Yeah, but that, that that's just one win though. Like, okay, so we we beat Kanye in the duel. Cool, that we were one zero, but like. How how good is Antonio Brown? I'm assuming pretty good. I would. I'm I, assuming I, he's pretty good. I'm sure he knows his yeah, way, Pete, way around a duel or two. Yeah, Pete. He's, Pete doesn't stand a chance against against. Yeah, AB, what? Are, so, what are, so yeah, we're going to take that who loss. Who are the players, and then who are the matchups? So Cody is obviously going against Kanye. That's not even. Mm-hmm. And then if we do yep, if we do tie, it'll be them two in a freestyle wrap off. But of course, okay. We're not hopefully not going to get there. So then David, of course, has the matchup of Antonio Brown, and then. Who do they recruit for me and you to play, AJ? So they have to be criminally insane. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't. It, it's just not going to have. There's not going to be the team chemistry there. They need to beat us. So, okay. Who else is just a raving? Fine. Mad man? Fine. Okay. I'll duel Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay. And then Rudy Giuliani is, uh, I think, the last. I was going to say cl- one of you has to duel both the Island Boys. <laughs> no. No. I'm not. I'm not entertaining those fucking guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> holy, holy shit this got real real quick i was about to say it was a weird place to draw a line in this, con- I <laughs> in know, this conversation right? listen i was having fun talking about dueling justin Bieber but no you, you go and bring that shit up man let's get back to the non-reality reality we, we all so who's gonna be like our main cards like like blue oh, we can't have blue like what's gonna be like our go-to card i was gonna only do blue eyes okay this was my entire okay, deck your entire yeah. deck's blue eyes that's old <laughs> entire deck's blue eyes. i don't remember yeah. how the game works but that seems like that's... me neither <laughs> that's why it's one card i know so that's the one i'm gonna take cody's is obviously the dark magician no 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 no. i was only going to have the right leg of the forbidden one so i could kick them in the nuts over and over again i don't know how it works i've never played Yu-Gi-Oh, but i do know that's a card Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. was Red Eyes. Fools was one. Yeah, Jar, a jar of Fools. <laughs> it's a Jar of Fools. Hold on. I'm just going to type Yu-Gi-Oh cards into Google Image Search, and we're just going to read off some. I only watch the anime. I don't fucking know. Right, right. Jigglypuff. Jar, jar of Fools. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Pot of Greed. Pot of Greed. That's, pot of Greed. Pot of Greed. I actually do you know. remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Pot of Greed. 
Garfield. I don't even. <laughs> That's the forbidden car. It doesn't even exist. Summon skulls. It's like a big skull guy. Okay. That's cool. Uh, okay. Are there any toothless ones that Pete can like represent? It's a lot of dragons. They all have teeth. I don't think Zodia has teeth. Okay. Well, no, that, no, because I think that card. I don't think that exists anymore, right? In the show, that one cat threw it over the boat. You remember? Oh yeah, the, the bug guy. Yep. Uh, there's there's Mystic to- Tomato. You, you can just use Mystic Tomato over and over again. <laughs> you can special summon one dark monster, which of course will be another Mystic Tomato. Um, <laughs> you just enter a loop. <laughs> yes. You just keep summoning Mystic Tomato. Yeah, I'm gonna summon him again. So you should probably just quit because I'm not gonna stop doing yeah. this. Yeah, because we're stuck in this loop, man. It's like a filler buster. Uh, the- the the time Windsor I'm starting to oh the time wizard the, the time, time wizard that's obviously my card yep yeah that's oh shit your card. yeah that's perfect time wizard yeah you you're the time wizard um, Jinzo which is some sort of weird Cenobite looking <laughs> motherfucker isn't that the cyberpunk looking one with the brain or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I remember that one Hold this on. is a very neat like season like season one Yu Gi Oh that's it that's all we got yep this is like how I do only Gen one Pokemon <laughs> yes. yep. Oh, there's a, there's a little sexy black magician now too. So Cody can have that one as well. Yeah, there was a girl. Nice. There was a girl dark magician. Mm-hmm. Apprentice. This costs thirteen dollars. Okay. All right. Just go ahead and buy that now. Three copies. I think you're allowed to have three in a deck. For being Gen One, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, that's a good old card. Compared to like magic and shit. What is that? Ooh. The blue eyes ultimate oh, dragon. Oh shit. Damn, how much? It- See, because I because I have all those. This will be an easy one for me to do because I have all those blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rudy Giuliani's not going to stand the fucking chance. So, dude, I think it might actually come down to the rap battle because <laughs> c- because I'm going to beat Rudy. Pete's going to lose. Yeah. So, was it, it come down to me and? Beats? I mean, how are you, how are you guys? Yeah, how how are you two feeling? That's the question. If you go one and one, then it's up to the rap battle. I mean, me and, yeah, me and Beebs will probably tie. So, are you guys going to tie? I, I don't. No, I, I told I already told you Kanye's fucking KDA is whack. Like it's fine. All right, so you got so it's, it comes down to me then. I have to. It win, comes down so, to you, man. So you don't have to. Yeah. Be in a rap battle with with an actual rapper. How much is this pay per view going to cost? What are we charging for this? $50? Probably four. Four dollars? What? What? No, four. four yeah, four, four thousand. Four thousand. Right? Okay, four thousand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking four dollars, but yeah, yeah, no, that works. I mean, you, or everyone has to give us one of their Humpty Grumpty cards. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrifying. That's a, that's a yeah. very strange design, man. Oh my god! I don't know what to do with that card. Besides, oh, it turns out some of them are porn. Well, if we're battling, we're, we're going to use all the bootleg cards and the porn cards. I would assume. Yeah, if it tits on the card, you can expect it to be this, on our deck. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna distract Kanye. So, because he's he's a single man now, so he's allowed to look at him. That's right, and 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 we'll make Pete Davidson the MC uh-huh, again. Uh-huh. As, as psychological warfare. We'll just have Scotty Pippen there because remember when he blocked Justin Bieber in that All Star game? He, <laughs> he like didn't want to play basketball anymore because he blocked the shit out of his shot so bad. Because he was a normal human that got fucking <laughs> blocked by a Hall of Fame basketball player. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and there's just endless ways to fuck with Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not even worried. That's, we'll, that's an easy win. We'll, we'll make that up. As, that, yeah, it's an easy win, man. Just chalk win. I don't think there's a single thing in the universe that I could not beat Rudy Giuliani at, including yeah. including being a lawyer. I, I could out <laughs> him pretty easy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, what is this? 
little little Jameson Williams highlights. Yeah, why well, just a little Jameson Williams? That's weird that that's, that's just doing. sitting up there. That's what I do when I get ready for the podcast. I'm watching I'm watching wide receivers. It's really strange that I was just mm-hmm. pulled up. That's hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm. That's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. That's not psyops at all. No, <laughs> no, not even a little psyops. <laughs> uh, Who's Jameson Williams? Sounds like a. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, is it the guy who makes the whiskey? Right. I, I feel pretty good about our chances there. Oh, it's yeah. The the fucking it's in the, bag. the Denver Hot Boys are going to be ours, just like we've it, been planning for. And it's way cheaper than the hot dog thing, and and. and I feel like we're still going to need to eventually do the hot dog thing because we don't have any money. Well, because that's the thing, though. We can we can do the hot dog thing and then pocket all that. We don't have to like use the hot dog thing to pay off the loans to buy the team like we originally had to. Now we can put all the hot dog Which money into building the team. Yes, okay. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So, th- this, this works. This works. Can that just be like the money we use to spend on free agency? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So, so we can sign T.O. For that, to that big, big okay. uh, 10-year contract. Cool. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys like my Carson Palmer hot dog ad I sent you? I did see that one, yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was for you guys. Thanks, Trying to help you sell hot dogs, man. Oh, it sounds like we already have our fucking spokesman picked out, Carson Palmer, a guy who has had no way at any point anything to do with Denver football. Um, definitely. Who we should lean on? Buy Denver hot dogs. I'm Carson Palmer. I'm, I'm Carson Palmer. That doesn't have any. What, From what's the, the correlation? Uh, football. We also have a quarterback. Uh, kinda. Can we? I was I was actually really thinking about the hot dog idea, and mm-hmm. I think we could. Str- after we, of course, we're going to be slinging dogs. You know, we're going to put in the man hours mm-hmm. ourselves. But at a point, once we get enough capital, we should reinvest it, and we should just have hot dog vending machines. Yes, I like that idea. What we'll start by doing is you say, "Hey, I want a hot dog," and Carson Palmer standing in the fifty yard line, middle of the game, and he goes. Oh, 30, 36C wants a hot dog. He looks at his Apple Watch and he just fucking cannons it into the stands. Again, the entire time, middle of the field, 50-yard line, Carlson Palmer, giant war chest of hot dogs. So you basically just enter the stadium and you get handed like a, it's like a fan sign, but it's just a hot dog on it. And whenever you want one, you just flash the sign. Flash the sign. Carson greases up the fucking cannon and slings you a dog. Boom. Yep. And they have to play the entire game around Carson. Right. Oh Palmer. no, he can't leave the fifty yard line. Yes. How? No. Oh, what about payment? Um, at the end of the game, any hot dogs that are not like thrown into the stands, Carson Palmer gets to take them home. Oh, that's not so, bad, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we don't really have money to give them. So good I don't for know, him. Yeah. Yes. So see the scam. I mean, the investment pays for itself. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a lot better yeah. than playing games on Twitch. So. Not bad. Mm-hmm. How do we get payment from the fans that are eating all of our hot dogs? Because we're not. That's money. trickier. We're because it's worked so well for us in the past. I say we go back to the, throw it to the football hot boy school of football. Yep, throw it to the winds. But we'll have like big nets on the top, so at least it'll at least get stuck in the nets on the top of the stadium. Like the, like the field thinking. gold nets. Yes, yes, yeah, but like smaller, so the, you know, the coins don't go through Got it. Got it. And yeah, yeah. We'll just have a at the end of the game. We'll just have a net full of money. Either that, or you just just leave your credit card under your seat after the game is the other way we do it. We 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 pretty much run everything on the honor system. That's how we collect all of our money. You know, I'm an I, I'm an optimist. I believe in the good in humanity. Um, to give me money as a professional sports owner. Um, so yeah, I think it'll work. We don't need that much money. Taxpayers are going to pay for our stadium anyway. That's right. 
That's right. Yeah. And then we can have, after the game, we can just have T.O. go clean out the nets, collect all the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically his money. Yeah. He's, yeah. They're here to see T.O. and Carson Palmer. So, yeah. Carson gets the hot dogs. T.O. gets the money. And then we also get the money, but because T.O. brings it to us. But he's going to steal. He, he's going to steal. So, like, that's just his payment. I don't like that you insinuated that he's going to steal, but I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it either. But listen, this is the world we live in. Never said I liked it. Never liked it. That's gonna happen. All right, <laughs> I'm out of stupid things to say. It's, it's like none of this is even gonna make it. So can we <laughs> fucking move on? We can't turn it off, man. Uh, just, yeah. Yeah. We get stunlocked way too much. Dude, I think I should just sign off all of the episodes that way. I'm out of stupid things to say goodbye. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, but it's a lie because we always have stupid things. To yeah, say. there's always. Oh more. no, I. I'm an endless pit of stupid things to say. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the episode of Football Hot Boys. Until next week, uh, go ahead and head over to Facebook, follow us there, and follow us at FB underscore Hot Boys. And uh, until next time, stay out there, boys and girls. Stay hot out there, boys and girls. I'm out of stupid things to say goodbye. 